Welcome to Empower Humans. Welcome again, my friends. This is the Empower Humans podcast, episode 60. I want to get into this topic today about having a purpose-driven life and talk about what that means along with why we put the phrase batteries included in the title of this episode. I think you might have some uh, hunch on that based on when you grew up and what commercials you saw as a kid. And <laughs> We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm going to show you a few ways also to find and live that purpose. There is so much to get into, and real quick, I want to remind you that you are absolutely priceless. Nothing can change that. You were born with that. You have had that constantly throughout every moment and every chapter of your life, and it is an unchanging state of pricelessness. Don't get too caught up in the physical, material, so-called riches of this world, because the riches are found in you. You are priceless, and please remember also that you are never alone. I know what it's like to feel frustrated and discouraged and perhaps even depressed. Uh, I know what it's like to, to be disappointed and wonder what your next step is going to be in life. Not only do I know and understand that, but each and every one of you and all those around you know those various things in our own you know, particular lives, and that fact alone speaks volumes to you and I that we're never alone, okay? I don't understand why we isolate ourselves and always seem to have to, you know, kind of pretend that everything is perfect while sometimes we, we do suffer or, or maybe need to go to therapy or counseling or get any other sort of help. I want to change the culture in America and throughout the world where we don't talk about struggles. We should be openly and, and with open arms to others talking about our struggles. I'm very, very disheartened, probably like many of you, with the exponential increase in these mass shootings. And we had two of them within less than 24 hours across the country just this last weekend, one in El Paso, one in Dayton, Ohio. I'm saddened to my own tears, literally, as I watch these stories, these loved ones having their family member, a close friend, just violently taken from their lives. And, you know, parents protecting children and just the whole trauma and pain of it all. I think the stories and the videos speak volumes. And I'm not getting political here at the moment. Uh, no matter what philosophy you espouse or support on the matter, what political position you take, I think most of us would agree together that this is a massive and growing problem. And some steps need to be taken on, on various levels. I could say a ton more, but just know that I feel uh, what many of you are feeling, this heartache, and I feel this myself as I've watched this unfold uh, so many times. We had an interview some time back with a person named Rena Dutt who produced and put together a short film called Too Many Bodies. And if you haven't seen that yet, Go watch that. It's on YouTube. It's like a five-minute or so video. It moved me to tears, literally. And just this year, by some people's count, the shootings uh, this weekend and in Dayton, Ohio in particular, was about the 250th mass shooting in America, which uh, seems like a crazy number to me. None of this stuff used to happen when I was a kid. So this is all just things we need to really contemplate Maybe include in our meditation as we think about and, and find solutions. And there's so many uh, 
aspects to this. We're also about 5%, less than 5%, by the way, of the world's population. And we have around 45% of the world's guns here in America. Uh, we also consume in America, I think, around a quarter of the consumption of oil uh, of the world as well. And I just think we need to step back and really reassess who we are and what we're doing and why. And I think that really lends itself to this topic today that we're talking about. And I think it starts with individuals and families with this real topic of living with purpose, a purpose-driven life. And we're going to get real and raw today about all this. I'm going to try to, and hopefully we'll get somewhere and hopefully inspire each and every one of us and each and every one of you to really go out and, and make some decisions and, most importantly, take some proper actions. Now, I want to start and ask you something. You feel the greatness in you, don't you? You feel the greatness in you, don't you? Do any of you remember these toy commercials? I talked about this a minute ago. Depending on your age, I grew up in the 80s, that, that always would have some amazing toy doing some amazing thing. And then at the end, the guy talking in the commercial uh, just kind of bursts your bubble with this, batteries not included. And do, do you remember that? I'm here to tell you that the greatness within us flourishes and grows with the love, nurture, light, fertilizer, let's say, of the genuinely articulated purpose-driven life. So outside of the analogy of the toys, the batteries are included in us as human beings, but you have to unwrap them. You have to power up your life, so to speak, and you're born with those batteries. I promise each and every one of us are born with these batteries. Batteries are included, but we got to figure out how to unwrap it. We got to figure out how to get it turned on and flowing and efficiently using these batteries that <laughs> we've all been given. The greatness is within you. Batteries are included in your purpose-driven life. So let's talk about what that means. I've listened to a bunch of podcast interviews and obviously conducted a few of my own here. Go back and listen to them in recent weeks. And uh, I listened to Tony Robbins interview Conor McGregor and Mike Tyson. I listened to Ed Milet interview David Goggins and so many others as I continue also you know, reading and listening to a plethora of books, especially biographies and autobiographies lately, of many of the so-called greats throughout history, whether they're in the entertainment business or a boxer or a political leader, or whatever the case may be, uh, comedians, all kinds of stuff that I uh, am interested in just finding out what these people are about and what they have to say. I want to hear people's voice uh, just to get to know the various voices that are out there. And what is it that separates them from you? Seriously, what is it that separates them from you? And I want us all to really think about that. They aren't any different from you or me. They're human beings who decided to take massive action. Repeat, they are human beings, just like you and me, mind you, who decided and took massive action and did something great in many cases, or multiple somethings great. In the case of David Goggins, and if you don't know who that is, look him up. Uh, Goggins, by the way, is spelled just like it sounds, G-O-G-G-I-N-S, David Goggins. And he went from an abusive childhood to ultimately, you know, setting all kinds of records and inspiring millions of people by becoming the first and only person, as far as I'm aware, to complete Navy SEAL tra training and uh, other special forces training in other branches of the military. And also on top of that, not to mention breaking pull-up records by doing, I think, over 4,000 pull-ups in a 24-hour period. 
uh, running these ultra marathons, which I believe are 50 to 100 plus miles. <laughs> you know, I think about running three or four miles and sometimes that's that feels daunting, but that's that's a self-limiting belief mindset in, in my own head. And here I am admitting this to you. What, what kind of self-limiting belief mindsets do you have in your head as we speak? Let's be real here. Just like we talked about a little bit ago, let's not hide from the struggle. Let's not hide from the weaknesses of the mindsets, the limiting uh, anything. You and I don't have anything to prove to each other. This is all just about growth. We're all just in this garden together of humanity, growing together, trying to weed out the garden and maximize our results. And back as we talk about David Goggins, uh, he has a book called Can't Hurt Me. And boy, did he struggle. He went through so much and he talks in his interview with Ed Milette and in his book about coming to a place where he became conscious of greatness that existed within him. He became conscious of the fact that the only reason he wasn't doing great things was because he was scared of the, the work and the pain associated with climbing those mountains, so to speak. He made a choice to overcome it. He made a choice. He made a decision, something that we've talked about throughout these episodes of the podcast, the, the word decision coming from roots that literally mean to cut off. He had gained more than 100 pounds, become over 100 pounds overweight, and it came back around now to accomplish all these things that I mentioned and more. And now let's think about this for a second. This world has a way of telling us we are less. Do you know what you are capable of? Do you feel the greatness in you? Now, if I could address each and every one of you by name, I would. Susan, David, Sean, James, Stephanie, whoever you are, whatever your name is, you say that to yourself. Do you feel the greatness within you? Because that's where it starts. That's the spark. And we talked about that. Go back to our first episode. We now have 60 episodes, which, by the way, I'm grateful that we've come to that place. But do you feel your greatness? Become conscious of it now, and then let's live with purpose. Uh, and I know that's easier said than done. We're going to talk about some ways to do that. But it, it takes some real effort, some real grinding to get to that place. But we're in this together, my friends. You're not alone. This isn't just me spouting off a bunch of stuff is some mindless uh, little podcast uh, commentary. This is, we're in this together, and I believe in you. And not just in the in the sense of some motivational speaker, no offense to anybody who d does that, but like a real genuine purpose to everything. You know, in a motivational speaker setting, there's a lot of conceptual things, but we want to get down to our own specific nitty-gritty of what you are, what I am, and drive those things with purpose. And I mean real and genuine purpose to everything we do and I, and I mean everything from the mundane tasks of everything we do, you know, in the bathroom to eating and driving our car to how we spend our time with loved ones and whatever business capacity and other ways we impact the world around us. It is so important to define that purpose. And I listened to Tony Robbins also talk with uh, Connor McGregor in a recent podcast interview. And Connor speaks with such conviction <laughs> And knowing that he had to not only decide and commit to something in this case, you know, as an MMA fighter and champion, but that he had to set a grand vision and work ethic for himself. So he understood the kind of a bigger picture of it all. And he had to put in the work. It wasn't just snap his fingers and one day he, you know, won these titles and made all this money and did all these things. You can do that too, though. It's a process. Don't be overwhelmed. Be patient with yourself. Do you feel the greatness within you? I'm going to keep asking that because our biggest fear isn't all the pain and the work, as David Goggins talked about, 
and, you know, what might even go wrong, we mask our biggest fear with those things when the biggest fear is the true power we really have. We're scared of that deep thing that we know is in us. We kind of try to keep it buried. And I, I trust me, I know what that feels like. I know what that is, but I'm trying to help us unleash what we are. Tony Robbins has a book and even a uh, an event that he does called Unleash the Power Within. Now, you and I don't have to give in or embrace those teachings of society. Conor McGregor goes on, by the way, in this interview uh, to talk about uh, not only committing and putting out the work, as we've mentioned, but also telling people about it. He said that everybody laughed in his face. He grew up in Ireland. Everybody laughed in my face. That's my Irish accent. And he said that nobody believed in him. I wonder if they do now. I wonder if they do now. Well, now they can see it, so they kind of have no choice but to believe in him now because he actually did it. And what, what a vindicating moment. This is how we frame these things, by the way, my friends. It's looking at it from that perspective. It's not this, I told you so, look, I did it. But you kind of get to tell yourself so. Like, in spite of all these things these other people said and did to, to say, oh, maybe I couldn't do this or that, I actually did it. And again, I ask you, do you feel the greatness within you? Because that's the spark. And it's there. You are priceless. I know it's there. And you're never alone also, as we mentioned. So do not discount it. You are loved. You are valuable. You need to understand all that as we go through this journey together. And I've contemplated, especially in light of this recent 50th anniversary, President Kennedy had this charge to put a man on the moon and return him safely to home by the end of that decade. What a vision and what a challenge. This was 1969. They finally did this. Of course, uh, we, we lost President Kennedy, sadly, but we didn't have to go to the moon, by the way, for any major reason other than to prove to ourselves as mankind, not just the United States, that we could, uh, mankind as a whole, put a man on the moon, do something amazing like that that had never been done for zillions of years of whatever it's been for humanity existing. And again, as mentioned, we just celebrated the 50th anniversary in July of 2019 of the first man uh, walking on the moon, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin also. And there's an excellent documentary about it that was on CNN called Apollo 11 that was the name of the mission, the flight that took them to the moon. And did these men and women come together to bring about a greater purpose for themselves and mankind as a whole? I would say a resounding yes in response to that. They had to create new hardware and technologies, and some lost their lives in pursuit of this mission to get to the moon. President Kennedy said it publicly, and the world embraced it, and I have the utmost respect for all involved in making that happen. Do you feel the greatness in you? I keep kind of peppering this question in there, but I want you to understand why I'm doing that, because as we talk about these various concepts and stories and events from history— I want you to realize that you are part of that whole story of humanity. You are an integral, priceless part of that, and the greatness is in you, my friends. Why are you any different than they are? Can you do your own version of getting to the moon? Can you do your own version of becoming a champion MMA fighter? You don't have to do something uh, great to impress the world. Do something great to impress yourself and, and maybe lift and inspire others to do the same. And I love and believe in each and every one of you, though many of you I don't know yet. I don't. I haven't met you. I believe in humanity, though, and I know that if you're a human being 
picking up uh, headphones and able to listen to a podcast like this, you must, I'm guessing, be human. I believe in you. I believe in humanity, as mentioned. This is why I started this podcast. And I struggle as we speak as a single dad. I have custody of my kids. I have two boys, one of whom is turning 10 this week, by the way. Send him a happy birthday. (laughs) And uh, the other is seven and a half. This is not easy stuff. We have to turn these challenges and maybe even discouragements on their head. And we do that ourselves, by the way, by making and overcoming them with the real purpose, as we're talking about sometime. Just like President Kennedy talked about, this was a very clear and concise vision. Get a man to the moon, bring him safely back to Earth. There are 24 hours in all of our days And we all share that common ground and the other literal and figurative common ground as mortal humans on this planet of so many things that we share in common here. Again, you're no, they're no better and you're no better or less or more than they are to be able to do something great, to be something great, to let your true self come out and flourish. If you're living in a state or some form or degree of dissatisfaction or even self-loathing, trust me, you're not alone. I've been there. The things we all collectively seem to want, love, happiness, confidence, satisfaction, all those things are all you. I repeat, it is all you. And what do I mean by that? It all begins and ends with you at the end of the day, so to speak. It's unrelated to all the external things around us. Can a person be content, satisfied, confident, uh, happy, loved, whether they're rich or poor, yes, they can have all those things. No matter what's going on around them in their lives, they can have all those things we're talking about. You and I both know the answer is that, yes, we can be and have all those things, the happiness, satisfaction, confidence, all these things we're talking about. And again, I ask, do you feel the greatness within you? I don't I don't mean that in any sort of condescending or uh, disingenuous kind of way. Take time to get to know yourself and meditate and overcome obstacles and you'll start to see this thing uh, kind of bubble up within you. We're not talking indigestion. You don't need to go take Tums or anything. Maybe you do, but not for this. <laughs> this thing's going to bubble up in a good way. Something that'll give you some, a new level of consciousness, a new uh, insight to, to then take action on to do what we're talking about, have a purpose-driven life. And the way we see others, I just want to point this out. And by the way, we had a recent Instagram post about this. The way we see others and experience them is tied to the meaning we assign to situations and individuals in our lives. Tony Robbins, by the way, we talk about Tony from time to time and a few times here today. uh, He talked about how nothing in the world has meaning. We assign meaning to everything. So let that sink in. We assign meaning to everything. And if you've already assigned certain meaning to something... What's to say that that meaning can't change? This particular circumstance, this being a single dad, oh, that means I can't do a podcast anymore. No, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. That means I can't uh, do this or that. No, I can do many, many things. And you have to then prioritize your time around it. And getting back to what I was saying about the meaning we assign to situations and the ex- how we experience people and uh, you know circumstances in our lives is, in other words, the way we interact and feel about all these things is a direct reflection of how we see ourselves. It is a direct reflection of how we see ourselves. So pause and let that sink in for a second. 
How you see yourself is a direct reflection of how we're interacting with the world around us. It all begins and ends with us. Don't doubt yourself. We all go through some degree of that, but you should be your number one cheerleader and support system. Oh, but I don't deserve things. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And by the way, that's part of my daily affirmation. I'm letting you into some of my personal things that I do. Both you and I, uh, you know, I tell myself this, I and the rest of the world deserve great things. And I try to govern my life accordingly. So it's okay to, to love yourself. It's okay. And I encourage us to believe in ourselves. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. As Susie Chasm said, I don't know if that's how you say her name. Again, doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Steve Harvey also said that life is risk. If you play it safe, you won't have a life, end quote. You know, Will Smith also talks about skydiving and compares it to our lives that we must jump. You know, another thing that Steve Harvey has a book called Jump, by the way. Uh, and these are all figurative kind of parable symbol analogies uh, of things that, that we need to compare to things in our lives. And when we talk about skydiving, there's a place you, you have to let them. I personally have never done that. Send me your stories if you've, <laughs> you've done that. Record a video. I'd love to hear and, and see uh, some of that. But even with the sheer terror that may accompany that for some of us if we, if we tried that, uh, there, it's all of the moments leading up to the jump. And then the instant the jump occurs, according to Will Smith, it's pure freedom, it's pure bliss, it's exhilaration. You have to be able to jump. And it all begins and ends with understanding this greatness exists. You feel the greatness within you, and that's just the spark. That's just the, the seed. And then the rest is we have to nurture that seed and develop a purpose around it and then develop and use our 24 hours in each day wisely to meet that purpose. That's going to include mundane tasks, bathroom tasks, showering. It's going to include eating. It's going to include sleeping. It's going to include uh, taking care of ourselves. That's why you have to have enough love for yourself to realize I'm going to have to do this and you're going to have to be able to wind down and maybe watch some Netflix once in a while and stuff too. Not, not four or five, 10 hours a day necessarily, but you're going to need to have a, a form of balance that works for you. And I don't think anyone should be out prescribing real specific things, but there are certain concepts that we need to think about as we do this, having some unwinding, having some, you know, like I said, Netflix time and things like that are important uh, probably to have to maintain some of our sanity and some balance in our lives. Uh, but also there should be an element where it's not overdone because we're just going to, we're not going to spend the time that we need on the other things too. I want to focus on two things uh, just to really drive this point home today. And one of them is to be honest with ourselves. What are you good at? What interests you? What comes easy? I want you to ask yourself those kinds of questions and, and that'll start to well up this whole thing, bubble up within us, this indigestion, so to speak, of our purpose-driven life to understand what, what our purpose should be, to understand who we truly are. There's a lot of books and material out right now. Go find them. You know, we've interviewed Laura Gassner-Otting, who, uh, who created the book Limitless, wrote the book, has an audiobook version of it as well, uh, and others that have these things coming out. So there's all kinds of material out there to help understand what the purpose-driven life is about. 
and batteries are included, my friends. So be honest with yourself to understand that and don't be scared of it. Don't be scared of that potential. Feel your greatness. This question that we've been asking, the answer ought to be, yes, you do feel that greatness. And if you don't yet, reach out to me. You know, reach out and and find these other materials and stuff that I'm referencing as well. The other second thing I want to focus on, and this is a whole probably 100 episodes of a podcast uh, in and of itself, and it's all about scheduling and planning our priorities around the purpose-driven life. You got to start to understand the outcomes that you desire in the various areas of influence, as Stephen Covey would say, that we have in our lives. You have an area of influence perhaps as a spouse, as a husband or wife, as a, as a parent, as a business person, as the basketball coach or whatever the various things that you do. You're a teacher. Whatever it is, you have these various spheres of influence in which you operate. And you have to come to a clear sense of an endgame vision of outcomes that you want for that. I challenge you, and I'm going to have some things come out in the future here uh, surrounding this particular topic that I think you're going to like. <laughs> but it's all tied to finding balance, which puts us in tune and in harmony with the universe at large. Think about it that way, because the universe, as we've said before, demands balance. And that's a hard thing. It's not realistic to actually have perfect balance in our lives, whatever that even might mean, but to strive for balance. That means have some unwinding time, have some work hard, play hard kind of philosophy in your life, but you got to put in the hard work in order to be able to play hard too. And so that's what this is about scheduling. Figure out the outcomes, figure out then the action items that lead to those outcomes, and then you chunk our time, as Tony and others have, have used these terms before, chunk your time that, you know, between 9 a.m. and uh, noon, I'm doing this, these sets of activities. And between these hours, I'm doing these sets of activities. And in between, you're going to be having lunch and you're going to be doing other things and associating with people and some other unexpected things might be going on in the world. But there has to be a purpose and an intention set to actually have this batteries-included approach to life uh, flourish within that life. Okay. So it's all about really sitting down and mapping it out. Don't just let life live you, you live your life. That's what I'm talking about. My friends, chunk these activities, make these various spheres of influence matter. And let's just step up and be all that we can be. I could go on and on and on, but let's, let's map out and plan and, and, prioritize accordingly, chunk our time accordingly. I could go on and on, but I want to close with, first of all, I'm flattered and grateful that you joined me. And I want to challenge you as always, three simple challenges. One, study, start studying, keep studying, whatever the case is in your situation, study, learn, grow, develop something, books, audio books, tons of resources, videos, material, whatever it is, just learn, stimulate your brain add some knowledge and maybe hopefully some things that can accumulate to where you can turn around and share that with others. There's so much material. No, none of us have any excuses. If you have access to be able to access a podcast like this, then you also must have access to audiobooks and other uh, materials that are out there. It's just <laughs> the sky's the limit and knowledge is essentially free. By the way, our ancestors would kill uh, to, to have these kind of privileges that we have. So study, also make great moments, make the people in our lives matter, surprise them, love them, find ways to make great moments as pillars of joy in our lives, of alignment. The word joy means an alignment. Make great moments 
And a lot of that surrounds the people that, that matter in our lives. Make those great moments and that'll overshadow the other disappointments and maybe mistakes and regrets that we might have as we go about our lives too. So study, make great moments. And lastly, let's keep doing this podcast together. I love you. I'm grateful for you. I believe in you. Give me your input. Uh, leave some feedback on this podcast. Rate and review it for me. And uh, we're going to continue forward. I got a lot of great things coming, a lot of great interviews coming up, my friends. So until next time, empower yourself, empower the world around you. Thanks so much for listening to Empower Humans. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review this podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit empowerhumans.com. We'll catch you next time.